If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now, go. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to this week's Olive Magazine podcast. I'm Janine, Olive Food Director, and I'll be your host for this episode. We've got an extended podcast special this week as I chat to two pioneers of the new wave of pizza. Anthony Falco from Brooklyn's legendary restaurant Roberta's and Nick Buckland from London's Yard Sale. Hear how to make the perfect dough, how to start a business literally from your own backyard, and why sometimes it's better to ignore the Italians when it comes to toppings. Okay, so I'm here today in Yard Sale Pizza in Finsbury Park, my end of town again, hooray. Um, and I'm here with Nick Buckland, uh, who is, are you the, the chef or the manager? Yes, Nick? head chef, head chef and owner. Yeah, okay. And the legendary Anthony Falco, also known as the pizza star of New York. That's a little ridiculous, but I'll, <laughs> I'll take it. It's on the poster. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> um, and we're here talking about a collaboration that's happening between Anthony and, and Yard Sale. So t- tell us what's happening, guys. It's, it's across the, the, cup, the next couple of weeks, isn't it? Yeah, so um, the, the Nick and the guys from Yard Sale reached out to me. Um, I've kind of just been traveling around making pizza since uh, November when uh, I left Roberta's. Um, and... You know, I, I I essentially have like a schedule, like where you know I started yeah. booking things out, and they they it was when was that that you guys reached out? Yeah, it must have been like a, a couple of months ago, and we were like, we've always been like massive Roberta's fans yeah. from from ac- from across the pond. Like you know, when we started up, there were not too many pizza places where we completely respected like everything they did and they, yeah. they were definitely one like star wise uh creativity you know they were there was nods to the old school but they you know they were pushing boundaries so and they stuff. were one of the first kind of new wave pizza yeah places that and you... They, they you know they, they were just cool they were not like they were never like too restricted by branding and stuff and we, yeah. we always like really respected them and you know if you ever talk about Roberta's, then you're thinking about Anthony Falco. Well, for us, you know, yeah. very much the face of their kitchen and yeah. stuff. So, I mean, as soon as, you know, Dan, who does our, our PR and marketing stuff, he, uh, as soon as he saw that Anthony was sort of free, he was like, yeah, you know, 
give it a shot. Let's try and get him over. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Anthony uh, seemed keen when to come over to the UK, so we got him over. Um, so we've got like yeah, a series of events. Uh, super pleased to say we've got a couple of his famous pizzas. I can't wait. I'm going <laughs> to try those like later the, on. The wolf and the, uh, the Falco. Yeah, tell um, us about the events that are coming up first, just so people can hook into it. If they... So we've got, yeah, so we've got, uh, Anthony will be, firstly, he'll be appearing at, across all of our shops. So he'll be, um, he'll be in Finsbury Park and then our original store in Clapton. Yeah. And then we've got a uh, yard party on Sunday in uh, Wolfenstow. We're having a DJ, DJ Santero down, and oh, we'll cool. be cooking up some famous yard sale and some famous Anthony Falco pizzas. Sounds brilliant. Um, <laughs> and then Anthony's also going to do a master pizza making masterclass on Saturday in Finsbury Park. Yeah. Which and you're going to le- so you're going to learn learn a few tricks. I, I will probably yes, I'll be learning also. Um, Anthony's brought his starter all the way from uh, oh, what, from New York. Starter. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you travelled wanna... with you. Did you put it in the hold or? <laughs> yeah, I, I um, it's a, a pretty good technique that's worked for me so far. Um, I've taken it to Brazil and uh, where I've been recently working on a project yeah. um, and, you know, everywhere else, California and Toronto. Um, and it, you, basically, it's a, it's a semi-liquid kind of uh, stable colony of bacteria and yeast. <laughs> So you make, you make it sound so attractive. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, any, uh, any girl that loves you has to yeah. love your starter as well, I guess. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's like... It's a, part of you. Yeah, it's, it's like a member of the family, you know. You have to feed it, yeah. you know, every day and take care of it. And um, and uh, so I, I what I do is I spread it really thin um, onto a piece of wax paper and it dries out. And really? Then, and then I rehydrate it. And it survives and it's... Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, it depends, you know. Oh, because it's liquid, so you can't. Well, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah. is it's I have I you know it's hit or miss, right? Yeah. So I've definitely traveled with. So I was doing a pop up in Los Angeles, and yeah. I needed a bunch quickly, like yeah, because I had done one in uh, Toronto, and then I was only home for twelve hours before yeah. the, the going to Los Angeles. And um, the the pizza I was doing was all 100% naturally leavened. Um, so I needed a, a, like a specific amount of starter to make 100 pizzas, well, 200 pizzas wow. over the course of a day. <laughs> so you can only scale it up so fast. Yeah. So I had to bring it liquid in that case. And, you know, they didn't say anything, but like yeah. they confiscated my jam when I came back from yeah, yeah. LA. <laughs> I got some like awesome jam from Squirrel oh, in Los Angeles. Man. and. The They're guy harsh. took it, but have, yeah. So this technique works pretty good. It's it's it's. I'm still figuring out how long that it can hibernate effectively. Hibernate for, yeah, before you bring it back to life. Yeah, but you know, essentially, any flower is going to be hosting wild uh, yeast and yeah. bacteria, and when you create a uh, like an environment that they mm. find attractive, they start to reproduce there over the course of time. So if you take flower and water and mix it together, in yeah, you know. Oh God! Here's the where the translation doesn't work. Sixty-eight to eighty degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. Um, I don't know <laughs> we can do said. Fahrenheit. Um, then, uh, then it it likes to be there. If you just yeah. keep mixing it, the flour and water together over the course of like a week, it'll just happen. You know. Okay. So, um, it's it's you have to. It's good for me to know kind of a little bit the science or behind why mm-hmm. it's happening, and then um, you use there's the art of it is like being able to smell it and know if it's going well or if it's going poorly. So when you when you first got into pizza making, what, like 
how long did it take you to hook into the science? Were you always into the science or was it something where you thought, I can improve this or I can, you know, started messing around with the toppings and the, the dough and the sauce and everything? We've always just been kind of one of those kids that when they try to teach you something in school, yeah. like, I want to know why, you <laughs> okay, know, like, good. okay, well, why? Because yeah. I don't really, I'm pretty skeptical about everything. Um, and so it's, I wanted to know kind of the background. And when I, I had always had pizza around, uh, my great grandmother from Sicily mm. used to make pizza all the, like all the time for our family. And me and my dad used to make pizza at home. So you've got the family, you know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's near and genes. dear to my heart, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like a culture thing, I guess. Yeah. And, um, so when I started at Roberta's, you know, I really was just part-time and I was still bartending at the time and, and making pizza. And I just really fell in love with making pizza with a wood oven. Like that is, right. was super, super cool to me. So that changed everything when you started doing it in a wood oven. Yeah. And, and then there was the, this like really uh, cool community at the time of like wanting to source everything locally. And it's like, okay, well we're buying mozzarella can we make it or like you know how do we do that like let's figure it out like and then you know we were in the middle of bushwick and there was nothing else around so it's like not like any blogger or you know no one was coming to see what we were doing so we could fuck up a lot sorry excuse me we we can we can put the Um, we can put the explicit tag on the podcast okay good (laughs) um we could just you know mess up our pizzas and experiment and be messy and and you know, yeah. it was okay because there really wasn't a lot of tension. No. Um, and so part of that for me was it's very frustrating making pizza, uh, the dough specifically. Let's just say like everything else is, is requires skill. Yeah. But the dough is the main thing that is really difficult. That's what separates like good pizza from great pizza. Right. Um, it's like a living thing. You're like right. cultivating this microbiology and to make your dough rise and, and that gives it flavor and structure and it changes. Every little thing you do changes it. Mm. So I just wanted to know why it was so inconsistent at first. And when the original dough guy quit, um, I had the opportunity to uh, train someone from scratch. So yeah. I kind of went on the internet and... Um, I went on this guy's website, Jeff Farazano, and okay. he really had a way of talking about it that spoke to me because um, there's a lot of like bread tradition yeah, and like there's like French culinary tradition and there's a lot of like old school, like, you know, culinary school tradition. And he was a skeptical, he's a skeptic too. Yeah. And I think he was like an engineer or something okay. by trade. So he was like, okay this is true and you should do that. Or like, this is, you know, BS and like, don't worry about that. Like, so I really learned a lot from him, you know, little things like just, you know, having a a rest between your mixes is like a huge thing for your pizza. Just just between mixing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like to just treat it as gently as possible. Like let, because you can have a recipe for dough, but you, it can't just be the ingredients, yeah. you know, cause time and temperature and how you work it are also ingredients that will change the dough yeah. and change everything about it. So it becomes like a, like a feeling you're feeling your way through it and you're using your, like all your senses to, to work out what's happening with the dough rather yeah. than just following a, a recipe basically. It, exactly. And you're guaranteed that it's always going to be different. So yeah. it's your job to mitigate that change by, mm. by being, 
creating a rigid structure that's like we're going to do it this way and we're going to do it every that way every single time you're always going to get tiny on you i was going to say nick and, and you I, I, do you approach your kind yeah, of dough I mean, in a similar it's a, it's way a living it's a living as anthony said it's a, it's a living organism you know yeah. your dough is living it's changing yeah. every single second of the day it's yeah. something about it's changing and i think that's another thing as well is just like we've found a lot of the times that you can teach someone you can say do it exactly like this yeah right but you don't people need to know what to do if one of the variables change like yeah. if the temperature's hotter then it's cooler then you're you need to make your dough in a slightly different way as yeah. anthony says you might need to rest it because if your dough is getting too warm during the mix yeah it's gonna you know it's gonna mess up your yeast it's gonna mess up your dough and the yeah. finished product's gonna be different you know you, so it takes you know it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of messing it up as well you know yeah. we've, we, <laughs> as I'm sure anthony has you know, <laughs> really? in the beginning days of yard so in the backyard or yeah. you know even in our little clapton shop um, you know, we messed up a lot of those and you have to look back why was yeah. that what was different and you know and you, you find out all these different things can affect it and then it makes yeah. you think you know there's so many variables and it's you know about training your staff and stuff it's about training them about the variables so as how, well. did, how did you get into it what was your kind of my, my it? yeah it's quite interesting my uh myself and my my business partner johnny we used to live together yeah and um it literally started on a day we were a bit hungover and dissatisfied of <laughs> our jobs no we were literally like we both literally like, had a heavy weekend bunked off yeah. on a monday really? driving around in his car and we were like you know we were like i love that like wagging off school yeah and just yeah like, it was literally it was, just, it was just one conversation and we yeah. were just like he was just like look you've always went to work in food and i was like yeah he's like yeah i really want to do my own thing and stuff and we were like let's you know let's start it and you know we, he's always had a massive passion for pizza and we both love pizza we just do it we start building pizza oven in the back garden you know started messing around yeah recipes of the internet you know it seems sort of anthony was saying doing these little wood fried pizzas getting yeah. friends you know I mean, you basically you, when you start doing it you realize you can only eat one or two pizzas and then you're full yeah. <laughs> so we started inviting people around having pizza parties um which got bigger turned into these um yard sale events which yeah. is where we got the uh, the name, name from so we were just getting people around and Maybe that, maybe selling pizza from my backyard. <laughs> at, that, at that point, were like who who were you look? Were you looking to Roberta's? Were you looking to New York? Were you looking to like who who around I mean, was influencing as you, you? Yeah, as you can probably sort of tell from our pizzas. We always never wanted to be consigned to like one thing. We never yeah. wanted to be like, oh, pizzas from Italy, pizzas from Naples. We have to do it that way. Yeah, we wanted to take influences from like all over. So you know, we like some of the what Napoleon pizza brings you know the, yeah. the fresh produce the you know the spotted soft crust but we also you know we love a New York slice like a big slice where yeah, we do yeah. big pizzas and you know we, we like the, the dough to be cooked through you know a little bit longer cooked than a Napoleon pizza and stuff and we never wanted to be held back on like toppings like limited by anything you know mm. we wanted to be able to use produce from everywhere or like different you know when we do with our like loving collaborations you know we did one with Rolla Walla who like you know it's Indian street food we had yeah. essentially a, a version of a lamb vindaloo and a curry <laughs> and stuff you know we we never wanted to be limited in what we did we wanted to be able to push it and change it and do it our way you but know? it's a beautiful it's a beautiful like canvas to start with isn't it because you've got something so simple that you've put all your love into and then you're and then you're topping it with, you know, I mean, let's let's talk about those toppings because that's kind of what separates us from not us because obviously I'm not part of this team. But, you, know, you could maybe. be. Come on. <laughs> okay. There's the class. <laughs> yeah. In the ovens. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. Um, um, yeah, I just I, I just wanted to say about the the I agree, and that's one of the things that w- I attracted me to come here to do this to say yes to come here is, um, yeah. you know, 
to me, the most important thing is uh, that you're doing it because you want to have fun. Yeah. Because if you get into the restaurant business to make money, then you're a fool. <laughs> um, and can I, can I add to that? The amount of people we spoke to when we said, this is what we're doing, they were like, just don't quit your jobs. Like, just, really? Yeah, just they were terrified don't, for don't you. Don't do it. Yeah, like, you're crazy. But I think and, it's that thing, isn't it? Of like, And, and there's, a, there's very much a trend of just doing one thing but doing it really, really, really well. I love it yeah. when that, that's the case. And, and to me, it's like... It, I, I love it. I mean, I got into, you know, the culinary world um, through a long series of mistakes I made in my life yeah. um, early on. You know, <laughs> so uh, basically con- made myself unemployable to any like other real, you know, respectable industry, um, and it just kind I mean, of. There's a lot of you around in the culinary world. I think that's kind well, of tends. To, it tends to be. It's a, a totally place different where, now. Yeah, really? Yeah. I mean, you have these bit. like kids who come out of college oh, right. and they're like clean cut smart and kids and they come from good families and they're not drug addicts and like they want to be <laughs> and they want to be chefs <laughs> and they want to be chefs and it's just like i mean and you're like why would you do that surely it's a yeah. it's a refuge for the the bad boys yeah it's there. like i can't be in an office like i yeah. need you know i want to play with fire and knives <laughs> And I can't, you know, I want to wear my hair how I want to wear it. I want to have his tattoos where I want them. Yeah. And, you know, and my free time and the things I want to put in my body are my choice. So, <laughs> like, I, you know, and I just, I'm, I'm terrible with authority. Like, you know, I just can't listen mm. to people if I don't think, I, if I don't agree with them, you know. Okay. I have a bit of a problem with that. But in the restaurant world in the culinary world yeah. you're you're embraced for that and yeah. you have people who are all kinds of outcast and, and a lot of people aren't doing it as a and that's the other thing too is most of my people who are my age um in and they're in it you know they didn't do it to become famous or to no. be a good career they just did it because they just didn't fit in anywhere yeah. else you know and and to me um you know, I think like the style translates to that. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, I don't want to be certified by some organization in <laughs> Italy, you know, like yeah. I don't want you, your rules of, to tell me no. how to do it. Like, you know, I want to have fun and, you know, I want to put what I want to put on a pizza mm-hmm. and like I make the pizza that I want to eat myself, yeah. you know, like the pizzas we're running here that are classic pizzas to me. The wolf, the wolf is like. Uh, you know, very similar to a pizza that I made, you know, when I was working at Roberta's in the early days before we had family meal and, you know, it was just me in the kitchen yeah. for most of the time and I would just have to make myself something for lunch and sit down in my whites and eat, eat in between yeah, yeah. lunch and dinner service. And it was just something that I kept coming back to, a combination of flavors that I kept coming back okay. to that I wanted to eat. And it was like the speck, speck. with the onions, a smoky speck. And right. then the onions are sweet and then the mushrooms are savory. You know, mm. and then there's like oregano, which is like more Southern Italian. And then like I was working with an Italian at the time and I I, I wanted to put the speck in the oven. He's like, oh, you can't put speck in the oven. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Not allowed. Breaking this, the rules. Breaking this the rules. Is, this is a wrong. This is not allowed. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and just, watch me. Just, like, watch yeah. me. Watch, watch me. me. Can I add that every Italian chef that I've said to put... Like a cured meat in the oven. Oh, right. always, and literally, no, I'm not going to do it. And you're like, but it, oh, goes you're like, gonna do it. <laughs> it goes, it goes all lovely and crispy. But the though. end result yeah. is it gets crispy yeah, and like bacony, and, really and I'm like, salty, yeah, yeah, and that's awesome. Why would you not want to take that and make it into a crispy, salty? There's no reason. They, they don't have a reason. They just say that's not what we do in Italy. 
But here's my thing. My my answer to and that you too say is my like Ramos from Sicily, right? And but what about that first Italian who yeah. had the balls to put tomatoes on a pizza, which come from Mexico? Oh, okay. You know, or chilies, which also come from Mexico. Yeah. You know, or. Like, uh, what about buffalo mozzarella, where the cows come, buffalo cows comes from Asia? Yeah, so you're you know? bringing in all those influences way yeah. back. And, and then. And exactly. And at some point, there was a solidification, you know, a calcification of the, what was to be. I think Italy's very, very good at, at protecting its food heritage. I mean, you know, I've been to Palma and I ate the same meal four days in a row practically because yeah. we were eating in restaurants and I couldn't we couldn't get it. the menu was the same and it's it, like okay that's fine that's what you do you speak to a about pizza yeah. I mean, that's the thing as well it's so regional as well if you go yeah. to Naples they'll swear yeah. blind that's the only way you can do yeah, it yeah, yeah, and you yeah. go to the you know the north and they're like no no you, you know, it's thin and crispy you know, <laughs> um, yeah I guess everyone's just got their, their heritage so what is the new sort of protect tell us what like links you in your style of like so, so you've told us about the wolf yeah uh, what's kind of a yard sale pizza that would, that, I mean, what kind of toppings do you do you kind of use, or you get through seasonally? What's what's on the menu at the minute, basically? Apart from at, at the minute, I mean, going back to like sort of you know Anthony's saying about that, you know, the, the stuff that he wants to eat and used to eat. It's like the TSB pizza that we've had with the tender stem broccoli on our, on our menu yeah. is is literally one that me and Johnny used to make with uh, pasta. Um, which was like, you know, mush up the broccoli with a pasta to make like sort of pesto yeah. with the garlic uh, and then the hard cheese and, uh, oh, and the pine okay. nuts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, we were just like using that nostalgic, like comforting food and sticking it on a pizza. And it's something yeah. that we love. And it, everyone, it turns out yeah. that other people love it, you know, and you're like, it's everyone cool, grew it's such a, such a yeah, like, personal Yeah, it thing. is. It's kind of a student dish, isn't it? Broccoli yeah. and pesto and pasta because yeah, it's yeah. cheap, but you get a bit of green in there. So it's yeah. like, it's you know, great. I'm getting some green. Good. Yeah, but and, it does um, take good. Also, I mean, the holy pepperoni, that's it's essentially a nod to a, you know, a, a Domino's yeah, yeah. esque. I don't know, I don't get sued by Domino's, but like, you know, the, the pepperoni, when you're a kid, you got, you know, this big, what seems a big, it's not actually that big, but if you were going to eat you, if know, you, like, yeah. you know, if it's a lot of people would say, oh, you know, fine dining, well, you can't do that. It's like, yeah, you can this do is that. what we want to eat, you know. No one's going to sue anyone. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> if your options are limited to Domino's, you're going to go and get the pepperoni, aren't you? You're going to yeah, go and I get mean, the American. Because you know, they don't even have pepperoni yeah. in uh, in Italy. You know, no. I, I, there's a no. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a story of a, 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 a charcuterie place that I... I visited in New Jersey. It's yeah. called Salamaria Bilesi. It's incredible. They make incredible wow. Italian style charcuterie and uh or salumi. And uh the 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 dads, it's third generation now, but the founders, the dads who uh came over uh and the second generation guys are telling me this about their dads. They came over and they did very um you know, traditional stuff from Northern Italy. Okay. So sweet, so prasada, never spicy. Um, you know, they did uh, brazola. They did all kinds of just like, you know, familiar things to them. And then the sons were like, well, people want spicy, so prasada. And they were like, ah, we don't want to do this. And they're like, come on. <laughs> and then the yeah. one, the line that they drew was pepperoni. They were like, we are not making pepperoni. It is not a thing. And they said that they literally had to wait until both of the dads were dead. <laughs> to make to make the pepperoni and it's the best pepperoni ever because they're really good at what they do yeah, that's, and, they, and that's sad because pep, good pepperoni is great isn't it I mean it's yeah pizza, I it's mean amazing. it's like you know porky and, and smoky yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, salty yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just like an awesome thing and it's like 
it is a real thing. You can close your eyes and pretend it's not, but it's yeah. a real thing that people put on pizza all over the world. And, and, um, and love as well. Yeah. And so, you know, like there's that, uh, like I want to, I, I like to play in the sandbox of kind of Italian esque <clears throat> flavors. Yeah. 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 Uh, but we were to just, me, yeah, we were just talking about nostalgia, weren't we? Where there's there's always that. Well, obviously you've got Italian family anyway. But, yeah, but a lot of us. So grew that's up, what I grew up like, with. So yeah. that's what I do, and yeah. and that's cool to me. But then, like, the other part of the Italian culture that I think is important is the, you know, the idea of using seasonality. So like, yeah, and what's local, and and you like the most Italian <clears throat> thing you can do is use what's around you, you know. Yeah. And so in America, which you know, there's. There's not as much, I mean, we do get, you know, we get great Parmesan and like other things like that. Um, but as far as like tomatoes, we have great com- tomatoes in California. Yeah. You know, we have great tomatoes in New Jersey. Yeah. You know, so like I want to use that milk from Wisconsin is incredible. Like we don't have buffalo anywhere that yeah. work in the United States. People have tried it. It doesn't work. Um, so. What's your tomato sauce secret? Give it away. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't have any secrets. Um, Not that he's going to tell you. <laughs> um, so to me, I like to keep it very simple. I yeah. like to use uh, whole peeled tomatoes. Um, it's the same as almost every other ingredient. Start with good ingredients. So yeah. with those tomatoes, what I'm looking for, so it, it, like you don't worry about the label, but what yeah. you're looking for, and the reason why people like the San Marzano and the plum variety of tomato that has yeah. been spawned from that particular yeah. breed is it has it's naturally very sweet. Um, and it also has a really nice, bright acidity to it. Yeah. Um, and so the sweetness and the acidity um, are, are really what you're looking for. And then the quality of the meat of the tomato is the other thing you want to look for. And I like to take the can of whole peeled tomatoes. Like yeah. you can buy it. The crushed or stuff. Yeah, yeah. you know diced or whatever, yeah. but I like to buy the whole peeled, drain them of the water that they're packed in. Yeah, because uh, there's not a lot of flavor in that water, can water. I mean, it doesn't sound good. So <laughs> it's not. So drain it. <laughs> yeah, and um, and then make a sauce of the meat of the tomatoes yeah. with just salt and olive oil and season it to taste. So that means put less than you think it needs. Yeah. Blitz it up in like an immersion blender or a blend, mm. regular blender or a Cuisinart and then taste it and then add a little more salt and a little olive oil and taste it a little. And it should be, they should taste more and more and more like a really good fresh tomato okay. until right before it kind of gets a little too salty. Yeah. But then you want to bring it right up to that point. Yeah. And of course, if you live somewhere where the the nightshades grow well, which is you need warm nights yeah. and, you know, consistently hot days. Uh, and you can get fresh seasonal tomatoes. Like, don't make sauce out of it. Yeah. Like those, just cut them up and put some salt and pepper and olive oil and I don't know, eat you them. Just do it. Yeah. Sometimes take them for a pizza, toss them with like dress them with salt and olive oil, maybe some vinegar, and then put them on after the pizza comes out oh, okay. when it's so you still get that. hot. So, oh, so like it, so the it's heat like, kind of releases all of the flavors too. Yeah, and yeah. it's like picking a tomato yeah, yeah, yeah. from that's been worn by the sun all day that kind of bursts okay. in your mouth. You know when it's like summer and you have a real tomato yeah. finally in Properly, season and yeah. you taste it and you're like, holy shit, <clears throat> this is what a tomato tastes. All the things in the grocery store look like tomatoes. But they just taste they like They taste apples. like nothing. And yeah, good crunchy. flavor and good taste is nature's way of telling you that that vegetable has more vitamins and more good things for you than the tasteless hothouse Dutch tomatoes that you're getting. So apart from keeping it simple with a sauce, let's, let's just finish up because I because I'm keeping you out of the kitchen, both of you like the chefs. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just finish up. Um, 
What, what do you think the next, what, what are the next big ingredients on pizza going to be? Or what, what are you going to be cooking with that people at home maybe haven't, haven't thought about putting on a pizza or, 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 or maybe ordering a pizza when they... My, me personally, I, I, sea beans. <laughs> sea beans, yeah. We, 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 they're, they're going. We, we, we're going to do like pizza based on everything with a different name from England. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are sea beans? Stains. Sea beans, zucchini, eggplant. All right, but what is and, a... uh, Sea beans were uh, Samphire. Oh, sea beans. sea beans. And I was like, sea beans. Looks the best nothing name like ever. a bean. Come on. Uh, it's so green. <laughs> but it tastes like the sea. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we That's... split the difference. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. It's a good question. Um, do you really think? Do you, I mean, we, we, us personally, we have a, uh, a collaboration with uh, one of our next love in. I know is quite uh, burger related, so uh, right. that, that, that's what's coming up okay. in our, our trashy world. We're pushing the limits of uh, finally. How's doing the burger going to going to materialize well, on the pizza? Well, is it like watch the space? And I, uh, I don't actually know okay. yet. So uh, <laughs> but that's that, that. I mean, that's in the pipeline. But I mean, you know, I, as Anthony says, it's like you know we we. Change our pizzas with the seasons and stuff. Um, Well, let's just say, what's your favorite thing recently that you've discovered that goes well on a pizza? I, one of the things I'm really into right now is pickling things oh, yeah. and love putting them on pizza. So I love pickled chilies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I did some pickled fennel recently. Nice. Um, and, and there's so many opportunities to add spice and sweetness and salt and acid yeah, 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 yeah. with the pickling. Have you come across pickled eggs? A yeah. British speciality. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean this is like in, um, in when you're in the South in the United States, every grocery store has a jar so they, of pickled that, eggs so in it. Not, yeah, we, we didn't invent that. No. I think we might have though. I think it might have been ours. Anthony probably claimed the, uh, his grandmother, Italian grandmother, maybe as the first to yeah. uh, bring yeah. out the uh, pickled eggs. So pickle, pickle things to be added afterwards, trumped. like a little. Because I know pink pickled onions are quite Bef- big. Before and, or after, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's you kind of have to make that call, like. With all the other components of the pizza, but as a general and rule of thumb, how much I, beer you've drunk? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. pickles taste great after a few beers, don't they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, like coming up with a pizza is kind of like you know writing. Like I think Hemingway said, like write drunk, edit sober. Yeah. So, like you know, good advice. Get super high, like make some pizzas. <laughs> um, I have a medical marijuana card from California, so it's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but uh, and then like you know, and then. Be super self-critical. Like yeah. w- when you're in the kitchen, a lot of times you're like, you need to come up with a special and yeah. like you need to come up with something new. So you're like, a lot of times you're just like, uh, okay, fine. That's good enough. Like, don't do that. Like yeah. really beat yourself up and then give it to people. And when they tell you, oh, that's good. Tell them like, shut up and tell me something wrong. Find yeah. something wrong with it. Yeah, be critical so, like, about it. You know, be self-critical. Seek criticism from other people. Yeah. Like, cr- like, crit- uh, Constructive criticism, like mm. not just like you're stupid, stop making pizza. That's not that's yeah. not going to be helpful. But like constructive criticism good, is the most valuable currency yeah. in the restaurant business. Yeah. And what about you, Nick? What's your new hero ingredient to put on a pizza? Apart from sea beans, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like in general, I mean, there's. I don't want to limit to like just one ingredient. Oh, go on, mainly go on. I can't Drill it down to one. one. Go on, but like, on. <laughs> for me, it's about just taking away from taking something away because whenever people want a pizza they want tomato and mozzarella yeah 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 just take like, it away somewhere different yeah earlier. it's just about changing the dynamic yeah. a bit and showing people something like something new you know to yeah. open your eyes surprise a bit about them what, just yeah, surprise exactly. them I mean you know yeah. going back to the 
the pickled stuff and that, you know, you're saying what's your, at the moment we've got the summer anchovy on, which is uh, oh, instead nice. of the, the sorted anchovies, it's the, the, the fresh, you is know, like the baccaroni that you yeah, get in like pickled the, anchovies. Yeah, yeah, they're beautiful. We've got it with yeah, yeah, chili, yeah. kale, and lemon, and it's so and no good. tomato, and it's so simple, but it's so fresh, you know, you can have it. It takes you, yeah. you shut your eyes, you're in the seaside. So sort I think, of thing the, yeah, so, so people, people need like all depths of When you see that weird pizza, Trust, trust the place you're in. Order it, try it because yeah. the person hopefully, is, especially if you're at yard the, sale the, or at any the, of Anthony's. The reason why yeah. you know when people say I oh, have that, can I have tomato sauce and stuff? You know, it's, mm. the reason why we've picked those flavour combinations, those balance, you know, because yeah. it, it balances out. It doesn't, it doesn't need. You know, tomato is a really powerful flavour. It's yeah. got acidity. It's got sweetness. You know, it's um, it, it really changes everything on a pizza. And I think that you know. Trusting what people are trying to give you the way the way they're trying to give it to you. Yeah. As Anthony says, it's been through a lot of yeah. processes to to get to you that stretch way. Stretch your um, yeah, stretch your imagination yeah, a bit. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. um, just in practical terms, where can people go and find out about what you're doing at Yard Sale and Anthony? What I know, your millennia, Millennium Falco on millennium Instagram. Underscore Falco. Yeah. yeah millennium yeah. underscore Falco yeah. and and Nick is at, mine, at mine Yard at Sale. Bit Nutland, but you can use yeah, yeah Yard Sale Pizza and and all the information will be on there yeah exactly we've got our yeah, we've got our website and yeah. socials where everything's yeah, yeah. Thanks. instagram's yeah. a good one for uh yeah instagram's updates. good I, I i urge you to follow anthony's instagram it's great <laughs> yeah since i've uh, uh, left roberta's every single one of my consulting jobs yeah. parties like has come from instagram yeah. and um, it's a fun way to follow people and, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I, makes and really, message me. It makes me. you really hungry, really hungry, yeah. Pizza makers from all over the world message me and they ask me simple questions and I love to answer. So if anybody has a question about pizza, you can message me Brilliant. through Instagram and I like message, to help people. I'm going to message you. I'll send you some, <laughs> I'll send you some starter. Yeah. I'll send you some, I also post recipes when I'm making pizza, oh, cool. testing pizza at home. So yeah. I post all of the recipes and, um, you know, I really just want to share as much as I possibly yeah. can. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. And um, good luck good luck with the future, Anthony. Good luck with the yard sale co- collaboration. And um, thanks very much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Olive Magazine podcast. If you like this episode, please don't forget to go review and rate us on iTunes. For more information on things in this episode, head to our website, olivemagazine.com. You can pick up a copy of our packed issue now from newsagents or download the app version. Bye for now and we'll be back next week with even more food and drink chat.